Hi, I'm Kate Alley, Vice President of Development at Opportunity House. And today we're with Dealey McClendon for Faces of Opportunity. She's the VP of uh, Housing and Shelter Services at Opportunity House. Among other things, she makes sure that everyone is taken care of at the shelter. She also gets Christmas gifts for people at the holidays. She makes sure everyone has toothpaste and toothbrush and shampoo <laughs> and conditioner. And she does a million other things that I, I can't even uh, go into. The show isn't long enough. But anyway, um, we're here today to talk to Delia about the impact that working at Opportunity House has had on her life. Um, Delia, how long have you worked at Opportunity House? Uh, April of this year, it'll be 19 years that I've been at Opportunity House. Wow, that's wonderful. I was young when I started working there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and in that time, what different roles have you served there? Well, I, I started as a case manager, and uh, probably the last six, seven years, I got promoted to the VP position. That's wonderful. And um, in the time that you've worked there, what are some ways that it's impacted you working with the clients that you work with, the population, the people you've met? Um, well, I, we always say that it makes us more thankful personally for the things that we take for granted. Just the fact that we go home at nighttime, we leave the building, get in our cars and go home. Just that in itself is enough too. Every night when I go home, I'm just glad I have a key to turn in the door where I live. Gratitude is so important, yeah. isn't it? And in terms of uh, people that have impacted you, uh, the clients that you've worked with, are there one or two that you could tell us about that have had a more lasting impact? Well, there are so many. In 19 years, there have been so many clients who have impacted uh, my life just to see people go from being homeless, really being almost hopeless, to getting back on their feet, following their self-sufficiency contracts, getting a job, getting treatment for mental health or drug and alcohol issues, and finally starting to get back to being able to get into the community. There are so many stories of people who have made it successfully out of Opportunity House that it would be hard for me to think of one or two people, because there are so many people who have come through our program and have been successful. Can you tell us what a self-sufficiency contract is? Well, the minute that someone arrives at Opportunity House, although it may sound harsh, during your intake we ask you, how are you planning to get out of here? Mm -hmm. Even though you just got here, from the door we want you to start thinking about, okay, I'm here, but this, these are the steps I need to take to get out. So. That's what we call the self-sufficiency contract. It's what you decide. You sit down with your case manager and you decide, these are the things I need to do to get me from here being homeless to getting back into the community. That's wonderful. And do you have anybody that you could share with us that's really hit it out of the ballpark lately with the self-sufficiency contracts? I, I, one person that, I, that comes to my mind is Clara who's just done an amazing yes. job of getting herself back together on our feet. Clara is a perfect example of uh, someone who really decided, okay, listen, I'm not going to uh, let this bump in the road hold me back. I'm going to do what I need to do in order to, to get back on my feet. And not only does she now work for Opportunity <coughs> House, but she lives in one of our housing programs. That's wonderful. And, and Alice, who was here with me for the first show, she 
was another person who came through our program and really, you know, got herself together and also works for Opportunity House and lives in her housing program. Uh, oh, my gosh, there's Tracy, who works in the daycare. She went through the program. Mary, who works in a, you know, for Opportunity House and went through the program. There are so many women who have come in, you know, gotten themselves together, got work, and got back on their feet and get back out in the, into the communities. It takes about 90 days for somebody to get back on their feet. That's where we seem to find the most successful stories is people who have been there from 90 to 120 days. Uh, the first 30 days, you sort of just spend kind of just realizing, oh, my gosh, I'm homeless. What do I have to do? Who do I have to talk to? Who's that person? Who's this person? So around 90 to 120 days is when people have finally gotten themselves back together. It takes takes about 90 days sometimes to even find a job. So in between that first day and that 90th day, a lot happens. What are some of the things that you've seen change in people that you found that are personally impactful? Wow, Kate, you're really throwing them at me here. (laughs) What are some of the things that I have seen change in people that have impacted me? Yeah. Like, why do you do your job? Why do you love your job? Because you've been there for 19 years. I ask myself that every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I really feel like it's my God-given talent, if I can say that without sounding, you know, crazy. Uh, I really enjoy helping people. It's what I do the best. It's... I get a lot of self-satisfaction out of it, and it's just, it's what I do. After 19 years, it's just what I do, because I've been doing it so long. That's wonderful. Um, It's a very special talent to have. I think one thing that I've noticed lately is a lot of the women that come in, and and some of the guys are are younger. It's It's a younger group of women who are becoming homeless and not really knowing how to get back on their feet because they don't have that skill. No one has ever really given them the information or even given them the skills that they need to go from point A to point B. So it takes those gals a little bit longer. Sometimes they're there for six months, the younger women, until they can, they may need education, they may not have GEDs, or they may need some secondary training. If they have children, you know, children may need shots and physicals. So it takes them a little bit longer, but it's a younger group of women that we've been serving lately. And what do you find are there uh, reasons for becoming homeless? I know that everyone's story is very different, but is there a common thread that you've seen lately? Well, the common thread, again, is that those women just don't, no one has taught them the skill of survival. Mm. You know, they may be coming right from their mother's home. They may not have ever lived on their own. They don't know what it's like to live independently. Or they went from living at home with their mother or their parents to living independently and they just don't have that skill because you have to know what you're doing to, to, to keep it going, you know. So it's a, it's a lot of lack of training that they don't have. And so you and your case manager step in and teach some things even as simple as budgeting, is that right? Yeah, and that's a, that's a real big uh, issue with a lot of young people, budgeting, knowing that you have to pay your rent, you have to pay your bills, or you end up homeless. So that's, that's a big factor in it with money management. Another thing that we sometimes take for granted, you know, that we know how to manage our money and, you know, it keeps us from becoming homeless. And that's a skill they don't they don't always have. Do you think that um, maybe if people are in school that they would 
learn that skill, or are these student are these folks people who didn't graduate from high school for the most part? Well, some of them do have have graduated, you know, or they have GEDs. It's just it's one of those skills where it's easy for me to tell you how to manage your money, but when you have that money in your hand, it's easy to just say, well, I know what I should do with this, but I really think I want that outfit that I saw. Right. The new outfit is calling your name, yeah. and you can, <laughs> yeah. hard to put it away. And, so. young, you know, young, that's what young people do. You know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that they do. Totally understandable. So thank you very much for your time, and thank you, Delia, for sharing with us about thank your experiences. You, Thanks. And thank you for watching. Thank you for watching Faces of Opportunity. You can find us on Facebook at Opportunity House or on our website, www.ophouse.org.